Hi everyone, welcome to Let's Chat Careers Advice. I'm Scott Keys, and I'm joined by my co-host Charlotte Lever. We both work in recruitment at PwC and we're here to chat to you about all things careers. For our final episode of the series, we're joined by Semzi, a partner in Digital Audit. Semzi's one of many inspiring women at PwC and she's here today to share her career story with you. Semzi, so I don't think I can do your introduction enough justice. Maybe you could start by telling us a little bit about yourself and your background. Of course. Um, hi, everybody. I'm Semsi. I'm originally Turkish, born and raised in Belgium. Uh, I'm the youngest of five children. And my da- dad came probably now 45 years ago uh, to Belgium to work in the coal mines. That was the workforce that they required at that time. And he brought his family with him, uh, my mom and um, my sisters at the time. And then I was born in Belgium. I am uh, married to Hakan and I've got uh, two lovely kids, Mert and Melis, who are keeping me busy outside of work. And I guess after starting my career at PwC Brussels, I wanted something new. Uh, and my husband and I decided we'd come to London for a secondment, but then we never went back back to Belgium. I've heard uh, people doing a secondment to London having the same um wishes and then we've hoped that they're going to return back to uh, the native country but london's a great place to work right it's hard to to get away from it it's quite addictive. it's fantastic it is fantastic to work in london and i think once you have children scott it feels um more difficult to go back home because the kids are settled here they're enjoying their life here they've got we've got our kind of uh, friends here now and it feels like we're settled Absolutely. Brilliant. Brilliant. Okay. So, so maybe you could start telling us a bit more about the beginning of your career and, and how you came to join PwC. Um, I would love to. And, and Scott, I'll start off with talking a little bit about kind of uh, my education and where, I, where I've come from. Um, so I went to university in Belgium. And I did a master's degree in what we called business engineering with um, IT as a kind of major. Uh, once I finished my five-year university degree, I landed on the marketplace and I applied to all jobs possible. So at this point of time, I got like a, through an through an agency this um, job uh, at what we, what was then TNT Contract Logistics, which was a call center for a logistics company. And I worked in the call center um, to just have some work experience. And I had to pay the bills, obviously. Um, and that whole experience really impacted me as an individual because it wasn't that I didn't enjoy what I was doing. I was loving what I was jo- doing, but it was in my head, not what I had studied for. And I felt I was being bucketed in a, in an being Turkish and being a female um, from a Turkish background, I was being bucketed into a role that I, I felt I was overqualified for. Um, so after six months of spending time uh, TNT contract logistics. I got a call from PwC, and I I really remember this lady really well. Uh, and she called me, and as soon as I arrived, she said, um, "Oh, I really like your CV. What have you been do- doing the last six months?" And within fifteen minutes, she said, 
I would love you to start um, a PwC. And I went back to TNT Contract Logistics. I put in my resignation and within one month I started at PwC. And looking back at that, once I started at PwC, I had that mindset of, they've offered me an opportunity. I am going to work so hard to show them that I deserve to be here. Um, so I want to just talk about kind of when you first started at PwC, I think it was that 2003-ish time. Um, and I just want to talk about kind of specifically about gender balance in the industry. And I know it's something that you're passionate about and lots of us in the firm are and lots of us in the industry are, to be fair. But what particular challenges do you think there was when you first started your career, sort of back in 2003 with us? Um, and Charlotte, uh, just to kind of make sure I set the scene on this is I started in PwC Brussels and did probably around four to five years in PwC Brussels. And then in 2008, I joined PwC London and have been with PwC London for, um, uh, I mean, until now. So yeah. I've been a lifer at PwC with that kind of TNT contract logistic bit. I think um, going back in time and going into kind of the challenges in my career since 2003, I think the first thing that I want to really talk about is the combination I've got. And and the combination of being an immigrant in Belgium, being a female and being also a technologist and potentially also being um, a, a, from a Muslim religion, um, when I started my career, it was really interesting, to say the least. And all of those combinations, and I don't like talking about, you know, I ticked a box, but I ticked a lot of boxes of stereotyping. And really at the early stages of my career, I didn't realize I was being stereotyped consciously or unconsciously by people. But as I looked back, and as I got kind of more mature um, in my kind of career, I really realized how much I've actually had to break down walls and had to break down some of the stereotypes. And I'll give you an example. Um, so I started at PwC Brussels, and at that time uh, in Belgium, the this is in 2003, and I'm very uh, aware that you know the world has moved on and Belgium as a country has moved on. When I started in um, PwC Brussels, uh, the Turkish population, together with um, some other populations that had come from, you know, countries uh, that are, were not as westernized as Belgium, that there was this uh, stereotyping around uh, our families haven't got as much money and therefore come don't come from such a privileged background and I don't come from a privileged background I am very humble about um, you know the background I've come from so being a Turkish girl when you land into the marketplace and when you land in somewhere like PwC where you have got nobody in your family that has ever been in a business corporation or even can tell you about this you land and you think wow, what's this? We all have a computer, we sit down, we have discussions. My mom still can't imagine what it is like to work in PwC. But as I landed and as I kind of, uh, as a Turkish girl, went to clients and started having interactions with clients, a lot of my clients asked about where I am 
originally from? And my obvious response, I remember a really clear example. The, one of the CIOs asked me this, and my obvious answer is I'm originally Turkish. And his immediate response to that was, are you married? My immediate response was, no, I'm not. Have you got any kids? No, I haven't got any kids. And then that immediate response, and I think it's unconscious, I'm sure it's unconscious, but that immediate response of, oh, you've done really well for being a Turkish girl, haven't you? And now reflecting on it, I think, oh, what did he mean? Did he mean that being Turkish and a female, that he had this expectation that I would be married and already have kids and wouldn't be focusing on a career? Because I was very, very aspirational. I wanted to do a difference. I wanted to make a difference for everybody. And I wanted to work really hard for it. That was my initial challenges. Then yeah. being a female technologist brings another challenge. When I started my career and throughout my career, I had to operate in a very male-dominated environment. I had to fight for being respected as a technologist. And I had to show, prove myself that I deserved to be in that environment. There were not a lot of female leaders, technology leaders around me when I started my career. There's many more now, many, many more role models. And we didn't have that, you know, that sponsorship that you talk about, um, that we talk about now. Having that sponsorship that somebody takes you along the journey, takes you with you and is your sponsor when when you need that in the networking, in, in, in the career progression that you've got. I think I'm evidence of the person that has come through and I want to make a change. And I think we are massively making a change in technologists and female technologists. And I can't wait what I'm going to do. And, and, and that, thank you very much for that. Uh, so that, re that leads me on nicely to my, to my next question around, as we know, across the market, especially in technology, which is the area that I operate in, um, we know there is still such a long way to go. Um, regarding the gender balance, especially within technology. What steps do we need to take to ensure more female representation is in the industry? It's got a very, uh, you know, very good question. And I think what we have to do is, first of all, we need to have these challenges in front of mind and assure that in every discussion and every decision we make, we don't fall victim to our own unconscious bias. I see myself as a, as I said, an immigrant female, I've gone through all of these, but I catch myself out sometimes being, having unconscious bias and I need to stop myself and I go, no, Samsi, you need to look at the ability, need to, and everybody, every single person has to do that. I think the firm, uh, as an PwC has done a brilliant job in educating everybody and making sure that we are all conscious of that unconscious bias that we've got. But I think everybody needs to be accountable. I think the fact that the firm has really set up, you know, stretch targets around the gender balance, um, the fact that actually we're making that cultural change, I have seen a massive change. But I think everybody has to play a role into it and everybody has to think about it in every single step that they do. And that's a cultural change that we need to make.
Absolutely. I was just going to echo from that as well. And part of Charlotte and I's uh, roles here at PwC, obviously we speak to external candidates coming into PwC. And one of the, the big questions is around, you know, what do you make of a diverse team? What is a diverse team to the external market? And the, the common answer, which we all we hear quite often is a diverse team is stronger um, and we get so much more out of it. Um, and that's feedback from clients as well. And it's all about, as you mentioned, trying to recognize that we all have our own biases. Um, it's just being aware of that and how we can move away from that and the stereotypes as, we, as, we, as we've spoken about. 100%. I, I can't echo that enough because I will be the first person to put my hand up and say, actually, I had some unconscious bias there. I had to stop myself. I think if everybody would do that, wouldn't it be absolutely brilliant if female talent, um, you know, uh, talent from a different background has got the same role to play and has got the same opportunities? I think the last thing I want to log is, as PwC, I think we have a massive role to play in the ecosystem, um, especially coming out of the pandemic, where the careers of females have potentially been impacted more. We have a role to play on how we engage with this topic, broader than just PwC, with the government, with institutions, to ensure that the female talent has an equal role to play in the industry. and has a place to contribute. And as you said, Scott, if we bring that diverse talent together, we as PwC, but other organizations as well, will have a better outcome and will have a better, um, you know, whatever it is from their perspective, whether it is profit, whether it is, whether it is you know, social economic or uh, whatever their mission, mission is, and that mission statement and achieving that mission statement, you can only do that with the diverse talent. Absolutely agree. Thank Thanks you. Thanks both. Um, Semzi, I want to take you a little bit back to what you talked about in the beginning about your kind of upbringing and your background. How do you feel like that your background has impacted kind of your approach to your career? I know hard work is obviously something that's kind of core to you, um, core to kind of how you operate, but is there anything else about your background that you think you really bring into your career? When I came to the workplace and I had to interact with individuals that were like my dad, um, more male um, senior colleagues or uh, client members, I struggled to sometimes bring across key messages that were not going to be that easy to deliver because it was a difficult or challenging message. That um development that I kind of realized throughout my career really helped me to understand how I was actually in mm -hmm. PwC and how I was interacting because what would happen is I wouldn't be able to actually land my messages in some of yeah. the key interactions and then what happened is I realized that better and what I do now I'm able to actually take my emotions out because mm -hmm. I've really understood. And in that interaction, I'm able to empathize more. And I'm able to put myself in that person's shoes and understand why they're actually reacting the way they are. And I've had many, many examples where I've done this and it's been really successful. So the answer is you're definitely your upbringing has has impacted your approach to work both in a good way and also in a, in a self-reflection and what am I going to learn about myself here so really interesting definitely Charlotte I think 
it's impacted me in a good way and also in a in a way where I have recognized the person I am and that I've grown up to be uh, has impacted who I am at work with my good sides and with my bad sides. Uh, but because this, the other example, Charlotte, just to give you is on this working heart. The working heart is so ingrained in me and it's so something that is part of my DNA. It's part of my upbringing. Dad and mom always told me, you work hard, you get rewarded for it. So what happened is when I landed on the, or throughout my whole secondary school university, I felt as a female um, Turkish person, I started two steps below a Belgian person. And I stepped, and I had to prove myself and work hard to come to that same level as a non-immigrant. And what happens in the workplace when 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 that actually comes into the workplace is you try to prove yourself constantly every single meeting that i go into i feel this pressure of i need to show people that i deserve to be here the female aspect of that is doesn't doesn't help because you're in a very male dominated environment in technology you're an immigrant and you're you're trying to say something without actually forming your thoughts in your head. But the positive side of that is that because I work hard and I've got the detail and I want to prove myself, I have a lot of substance. So when I go into interactions with a client, they know that I know it, that I know yeah. myself really well. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and I think the hard work stems from a young age. It's ingrained to um, I'll tell I'd echo what you've mentioned, SMC myself. I was brought up to just to work hard. You you will be rewarded. And off, off the back of that, for, for a question for you, another question for you, SMC. How would you encourage others to embrace their individuality to impact relationships at work? So I I think what I want to say to everybody is don't shy away from the person you are. Bring your true self in every interaction you have with your team, your clients, your colleagues. It's hard to be somebody else and it doesn't benefit anyone. I thought, you know, being a kind of, I thought there was a picture that I needed to fit into. But I've realized through many, many things that I am um, valued for the person I am. Semsi, being Turkish, being very authentic who, who, to the person I am and how I've been brought up. And when you do that, and when you have those interactions with clients, with team members, you make that authentic connection. You're able to actually show them your human side. And my strongest relationships is where I've got that human interaction, not the transactional part. And I, I think for all of us working virtually over the past 18 months or whatever, however long it's been now, I think the human interaction piece has built relationships. Uh, I think we had a previous podcast on that um, a while ago, um, but it, it certainly has the human interaction pieces. It's made people realize that we, we are all human. Um, I say, Simpson, your, your story is absolutely brilliant, by the way. Really engaging. Thank you so much, Scott. I think the final question for me, but I think we're already kind of touched upon there, um, is what advice you'd give your younger self um, and especially to sort of younger women. But I think it's 
kind of about being your true self, which you've just alluded to there, isn't it? That is hundred percent Charlotte. And, yeah. and 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 it's if I go back and I could say something to my younger self is Semsi, don't try to be somebody that you're not. That's what I would say. That be true to the person you are and be true in every interaction you have. And then the other thing I would say is don't compare yourself to others. Everybody's journey is very different. There's no right or wrong answer in this. You do what makes you successful and what you feel comfortable in. I I had two kids. I went on maternity leave. I um, really struggled coming back from maternity leave. I really struggled um, being a mom. And I had a setback in my career in, in that way because I was feeling very demotivated. But that's my journey. I can't compare myself to somebody else that hasn't gone through that. And I think going through those things, I learned to lean on others and lean on my surroundings, reach out to the support I've got. Asking for support as, a, as, a, as my younger self is not a sign of weakness. It's actually a sign of strength, is that you feel confident enough to recognize and you're very self-aware. I'll, I hope that brings a little bit what that kind of advice would be, uh, Charlotte, to myself. I think if I could go back, um, I would probably say lots of things to myself, but those are the things that I would definitely say to myself. I would also say maybe buy lots of shoes, Semsi, buy lots of bags. You will enjoy them later in life. Seriously, thank you. Thank you so much. That's been a, a really powerful discussion. Um, and we really do hope that this does inspire the younger generation and everyone that is listening in. Um, as I say, Semsi, the story you, you, you share with everyone is really, really inspiring. Certainly to myself, I'm sure it was uh, for Charlotte as well. But unfortunately, we've come to the end of the episode. As always, if you're interested in a career at PwC, please do head over to our website at pwc.co.uk forward slash careers. And don't forget to subscribe to be notified of future episodes and hear first-hand career advice from some of our PwC people. Thanks so much for listening. Bye, everyone.